Custom, well, let's see what God is saying to us. I am making myself available to hear what God is saying, and it certainly has been speaking. But remember, I can't listen to God for you, you have to allow the word of God to speak to you for yourself. in hand with Jesus by Skeeter Davis are you walking hand in hand with Jesus if we stay connected to Jesus we wouldn't go astray he is a vine his father is a farmer We are the branches, and any branch that is not bearing fruit, he says he will trim away. So we are encouraged to bear fruit, to produce a good crop. I hope that 
This is your heart's desire to follow after Jesus day by day. As time draws nigh and we see the signs of the time, we need to be more than ever cautious about who we are following. We know that if we follow Jesus one day, he will take us to our final destination, to that holy city in Jerusalem, where he, the Lamb, will be the light, and there will be no need for sun nor moon. And tonight, Jesus right now is our light. He is a light onto our path and a lamp onto our feet. The glory of God is shining on us. He is lighting the way. But the question tonight is, who are you following? Two weeks ago, um, I got really excited and said, God, I would love the opportunity to minister to as many people as I could across the world. We have a globe at home and I got it out and I dusted it off. We discovered names of countries we had never ever heard of before and we were excited to see all of the countries around the north, the south, the east and the west of this globe. Of course, we would have looked for the Caribbean. And it was really good to see St. Kitts and Nevis and my hometown, Barbados, where I was born and raised. Of course, we did not cover all the countries because there are more than 193 countries which are member states of the UN and two which are observer states. Those two are the states of the Palestine and the Holy See, which is also known as the Vatican City. The Vatican City includes the residence of the Pope and the Vatican Museums with its 54 galleries of collections of works of art which were collected by the Popes throughout the centuries. That was my one minute of geography with KK. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's just amazing how tremendous the harvest is and the work that is being carried out over the entire world to see how many countries um, there are and those are what are recognized by the UN. But there are obviously more. God knows exactly how many persons actually live right now on this planet. He knows everything. I mean, he was the one who actually created this planet Earth. He created it. He's our creator, so he knows everything. 
but the work is great, the harvest is great, and the laborers are few. And I want to do my part in this great work, whether big or small. I hope you're willing to do your part as well tonight. Let's listen to this hymn to the work. To the work, to the work, we are servants of God. Let us follow the path that our Master has drawn. With the balm of his counsel, our strength to renew, let us do with our might what our hands find to do. Toiling on, 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 toiling on. Let us hope and trust, let us watch and pray, and labor till the Master comes. To the work, to the work, let the hungry be fed, to the fountain of life let the weary be led. In the cross and its banner our glory shall be, while we herald the tidings, salvation is free. Toiling on, 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 toiling on. Let us hope and trust, let us watch and pray, and labor till the Master comes. To the work, to the work, there is labor for all, for the kingdom of darkness and error shall fall. And the name of Jehovah exalted shall be, in the loud swelling chorus salvation is free. Toiling on, 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 toiling on. Let us hope and trust, let us watch and pray, and labor till the Master comes. To the work, to the work, we are servants of God. Let us follow the path that our Master has trod. With the balm of his counsel, our strength to renew. Let us do with our might what our hands find to do. To the work, to the work, let the hungry be fed. To the fountain of life, let the weary be led. In the cross and its banner, our glory shall be. While we herald the tidings, salvation is free. Toiling on, toiling on, toiling on, toiling on. Let us hope, let us watch, and labor till the Master comes. Beloved, there is labor for everyone. We all have to labor till the Master comes. Someone may say, where I am positioned in the earth is where I am supposed to minister. This is where I need to put my focus. Another may say, I go where I am appreciated. Another may say, I go where I feel comfortable. And another may do what feels best at the time. Let's read Proverbs 3. 
and verses 6. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Let's see what God says. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Sometimes we'll be sent to an unfamiliar place, but we are not alone. We may be called to a place where we are not appreciated, but if God be for you, who can be against you? Beloved, there are some places God will call us where we don't feel comfortable, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It is not about feelings either. I find today a lot of us believers are in our feelings. We do Christian service according to our feelings or who is involved. Have you ever heard of persons who didn't attend church when a certain person is rostered to preach or someone who is going to be leading the worship? It's not about feelings or our perceptions or our preferences. It's not about our perceptions of the circumstances that are around us. Commitment requires maturity and accountability. Accountability to the cause and obedience. Let's listen to Crystal J. Paul. I want to go. And followed after that will be myself doing wherever I will follow. Just for 
by day A pillow of fire in the night You live through the Red Sea When they were safe You drowned their enemies So lead me, come lead me Lead me, Lord lead me Lead me on Wherever I will follow Lead me, come lead me Lead me, Lord lead me We will find a narrow way by turning away from worldly pleasures and distractions. So lead me, come lead me, lead me, Lord, lead me, lead me on. Wherever I will follow, lead me. Beloved, I pray that this is your heart cry today, that you have committed to your calling. Remember, commitment requires maturity and accountability and obedience. It is not the me, me spirit. It's not about me and what I want. When we give our lives to God, 
we have taken up our cross and we are now sharing in Jesus' sufferings. We are now following in his footsteps. We are vessels now that are used to please God, not to please oneself. We are now living an honorable life that pleases God. He says that this is what is true and proper worship. Worship is about the way we live. It's about our lifestyle. So, you know, God wants us to go and tell others about the good news that we have received. The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. But many times we are misled, so we really need to know who we are following. The devil is very deceptive and we have to be vigilant. We also have to be have a heart that is surrendered to God. Truly, truly surrendered to God. Are you surrendered to God tonight? And you look at your life. Are you surrendered to God? We may be required to go somewhere that our hearts are not set to go or to work with others that we would prefer not to work with. We see this with Jonah. How many of us are like Jonah tonight? I must admit that there are times I am like Jonah. Tonight we are going to ask God to remove the Jonah spirit from within us. To get that runaway spirit out of us. Some of us tonight are running away, running, running away. You're running away from jobs which are providing bread for you. You're running away from homes which are providing a shelter for you. You're running from churches that need you. You're running from relationships that God is asking you to give another chance. Because God is working all things out for our good. For the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Especially when we can't see, we must trust him to do what he says he will do. When we can't see no good coming out of a situation, we must follow God's directions. We still must follow him. Some of us are running from our parents and they're just trying to save us from making mistakes that they made. Some of us are running from our marriages and God is saying stay put and he will show you how to love again. God can work out anything if he is given the opportunity. Get out of God's way. Allow God to move in and through you. Tonight, who is your counselor? Who is counseling you? Who are you following? Warriors, you are not to be counseled by the ungodly. The one who is seeking the counsel of the ungodly is headed down a path of destruction because they don't understand the things of God and will guide you the wrong way the way the world does it me 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 as for me 
I ain't know about this, but this is how I see it. I is at the center of the world's focus. Me. It's all about me. That's the way the world does it. Our lives are no longer ours. Our lives have been purchased by the blood of the Lamb. The born again life has been surrendered to God's will. God placed his purpose in us and we are stewards of his assignments. He has given each and every one of us an assignment. And we are to be, we are supposed to be good stewards. Stewards of his talents that he has given us. Stewards of the giftings. Stewards of the calling and the time that he has given us to complete them. We must use our time wisely. Let's turn quickly to 1 Corinthians 4 verses 2. 1 Corinthians 4 verses 2. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And I'm going to read it now from the Amplified Version. That was the King James. Moreover, it is essentially required of stewards that a man should be found faithful, proving himself worthy of trust. Tonight, beloved, can God trust you? Can God trust you with his assignment? That's a question each and every one of us must ask ourselves. Are we faithful to the calling? Beloved, even friends who mean well will try to talk you out at times if you're not careful. They can talk you out of God's plans, the plans that God has for your life. An example is when Peter rebuked Jesus for saying he was to go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and the scribes. And Jesus had told him he would be killed and raised on the third day. This is found in Matthew chapter 16. Right after Jesus had told Peter upon this rock. In other words, upon this confession that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said he would build his church on that foundation. And the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. This was the same very Peter that he had just spoken to. But this same Peter responded to him now in the flesh. He responded in the flesh to what Jesus is sharing about his suffering, his death and resurrection. Peter says, Be it far from thee, this shall not be unto thee. In other words, No, this shall never happen to you. This shall not be your portion, Lord. <laughs> Jesus said to Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense to me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Remember I tell you the way that man, the world, thinks is different to the way godly spiritual people think? That's what he was saying to Peter. Beloved Satan will use anyone to distract you off your mission and destiny, even those close to you. Be discerning. How many parents or friends have pressured others who wanted to go into full-time ministry? They would rather encourage you to go to another college than Bible college. Pressure you to get married when you are unsure. How about telling you that living a pure life is old-fashioned? 
Nothing is wrong with the way you are dressed when you know that that dress is way too tight. You, you've ever had a friend that has told you that? It's okay to smoke and get high. It's good for your health. Beware of who is counseling you. Who are you following tonight? Who are your role models? Is it the secular artists? Is it the movie stars? Is it the world powers? Is it the rich and famous? Everyone will have an opinion on what they think should be done in your life, including your own self. But God himself, he has persons whom he empowers within the flock, within the body, to counsel. But we should always make God our first source of guidance and advice. His ways are always higher than ours. Let's turn quickly to Psalms 32, verse 8. Psalms 32, verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Beloved, God will instruct us. He will teach us in the way we should go. There's no better teacher than the Holy Spirit. He will guide us with his eyes. So we can trust God for our counsel. Let us always go to the word to receive our counsel. You can also go to others in the household of faith, as I said. But remember that the Bible has all the answers that we need. Do you remember Jonah? He was called to go to Nineveh. And he ran. Tonight, what are you running from? What are you running away from that God has called you to do? I have a confession. When I was trying to study the book of Jonah, I could not find that book at all. <laughs> so I created a mnemonic code, which is Joaj, J-O-A-J, J-O-A-J, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, and Jonah, so that I could find it easily. Okay, so we're looking for the book of Jonah. It's a minor prophet, but it's a very small book in the Old Testament. So we're reading from verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh that great city, and cry against it, for the wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it to go with them, unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> Where can we hide from God's presence? Continuing, But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea and there was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was like to be broken then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his god and cast forth the weirs that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them but jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship and he lay and was fast asleep so the shipmaster came to him and said unto him what meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. If so be that God will 
think upon us that we perish not. And they said every one to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lots fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thine occupation? And whence comest thou? What is thy country? And of what people are thou? And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew. And I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was temptuous. And he said unto them, Take me up, and cast me forth into the sea. So shall the sea be calm unto you, for I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless the men rode hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was tempestuous against them. Here we go again. Mankind leaning onto their own understanding. Continuing. 14. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. When the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of mine afflictions unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, into the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves pass over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. Yet I will look again towards the holy temple. The waters compass me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me around, about the weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottom of the mountain. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O my Lord, my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee into thy holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. And I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Beloved, you can see that Jonah repented. In the belly of that fish, Jonah cried out to God, he prayed. Continue on to verse, chapter 3. And the word of God came unto Jonah, the second time saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh, 
according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city and a three days journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a, a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed the fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For a word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast herd nor flock taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way, and from the violence that is in their hands. Who, call, who can tell if God will turn and repent, and turn away from his fierce anger, that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil ways, and God repented of the evil that he had said he would do unto them. And he did not. Hallelujah. You see, God will never turn away a contrite and a broken heart. God is a God who honors our confessions. And when we repent of our sin, God answers us. He's a God that's just sitting and waiting for us to take his hand and turn from our wicked ways. And he's a faithful and just God. He will forgive us of our sins. I'll continue in Jonah chapter 4. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly. <laughs> and he was angry. Very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my sin when it was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish. For I knew that thou art a gracious God and a merciful, slow to anger, out of and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore, now, O Lord, take I beseech thee my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then said the Lord, Doest thou well to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth, and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a gourd and made it to come up over Jonah that it might be shadow over his head to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceedingly glad of the gourd. But God prepared a worm when the morning rose the next day and it smote the gourd that it withered. And it came to pass when the sun did rise that God prepared a vel vehement east wind and the sun beat upon the head of Jonah that he fainted and wishing himself to die and said it is better for me to die than to live and God said to Jonah doest thou well to be angry for the gourd and he said I do well to be angry even unto death then said the Lord thou hast had pity on the gourd for which thou hast not labored neither made it grow which came up in the night and perished in the night and should not I spare Nineveh, that great city, wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle? <laughs> Beloved, are we not like Jonah at times? 
wanted things to go our way and when we get angry when God does it his way Jonah did not want God to save the people of Nineveh he, he seemed to believe that they should have perished he said he knew God was a merciful God now this is the same God that would have saved Jonah in the belly of the fish who was thinking that those persons did not deserve the opportunity to repent now you see how unfair we can be at times we want mercy for ourselves but we don't want mercy for others we want mercy for us but we are quick to condemn or we want to pass a judgment beloved this ought not to be we ought to be merciful and kind to each other and you know we should in love correct each other we should correct each other in love we should if God has put somebody on your heart and tell you look I, I don't like what she's doing here is doing you know in love you can approach the person they may not receive it or they may receive it just like how the Ninevites did they may turn and repent but that's not your responsibility your responsibility is to do what God has asked you to do my responsibility is to do what God has asked me to do my responsibility is not to condemn others but my responsibility is to uplift and encourage others tonight where are you headed did God send you where you're headed are you running and if you are running why are you running today where is your Tarshish where is your escape route what life decisions have you embarked on without God's approval why have you gone against God's approval what directions have you turned to that have steered you away from what God has called you to do God sends us where he needs us to be beloved the waters are troubled tonight because I know that his word does not return void some of you tonight have turned and gone your own way the waters are troubled tonight because God has sent some winds to disturb your will to get you out of that place of death like Jonah that place that is leading you on to death and destruction but just like Jonah you can cry out to him tonight to ask him to have mercy on you to give you another chance are you going to go to the grave not fulfilling your destiny or your purpose and where can you hide from God Psalms 139
Psalms 139. I'm going to read it for you quickly. No, nobody can't hide from God. <laughs> He's our maker. Verses 7 to 12. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy feet, sorry, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say surely to the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yet the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. <laughs> darkness doesn't mean anything to God. God can see in the dark, just as he can see in the light. Dear brothers and sisters, don't be hasty in your decision. Your plans, you know who you are, are about to wreck you. God knows best. His ways are higher than our ways. Your decisions are about to be disturbed by God because he knows that they will wreck you. Proverbs. 16, 9. Word tonight, word, beloved. A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directeth his paths. A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And the Amplified Version says, A man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps and makes them sure. Hallelujah. We don't like our plans to be disturbed at all. But destiny is calling. And we can't run from it, no matter where we try to hide. Whether we are hiding in fear or stubbornness or in a moment of uncertainty, Destiny must be fulfilled. God has already put purpose and destiny in you and in me. So let's rise up with confidence that God has equipped us for every good work. His sovereign hand will be our guide. Let's listen to oceans where your feet may feel. My faith will
Yes, Lord. Where my faith will grow stronger. I am yours. You are mine. What I'm discovering more and more is that the surrendered heart follows God wherever he wants us to go. Abraham was told to go to a place God had prepared for him. He had never gone there before. There were no family waiting on the other end for him. There were no globes or Googles, no flights. He just had faith in God and he was obedient to God. This obedience and faith Abraham demonstrated was counted to him as righteousness. Tonight, are you obedient to God? Do you have faith in God? Are you obeying the call? Tonight, who are you following? Are you following God's lead? Have you been following your leaders, your pastors? your passions, your dreams, your desires. How about your friends or family? Who are you following tonight? That's the question tonight. Who are you following? We sing an old hymn, Lead us, Heavenly Father, lead us. We sing these words, but are we really walking in them? It is just amazing how God has got the whole world in his hands. The waters tonight are troubled. God is sending waves to disturb that boat that you have boarded headed to a different direction than what he has called you to do or where he has called you to go. Some of us have already boarded that boat despite God's appeal to us not to get on. And God is telling you to get off, but you did not. And the boat has set sail. And you are happy and just like Jonah, sleeping and resting. You think that you've got it all figured out. And you've gotten comfortable. But look out, the waters are about to be troubled. Are you ready for what is coming? Maybe you're hiding from God because you know you're not living a pure life. And you have stopped listening to preachers and teachers and reading the word because you think you can't truly measure up. You're right. None of us could measure up. No one is better than any other. Tonight we are surrendering our will collectively. Not you and not me. All of us every day have to surrender Every day we have to renew and ask God for mercy. Our personal desires we are putting aside. We are putting aside our understanding, our own understanding and picking up God's understanding. Even if you have failed the test, that's no excuse to stay down. Get back up and go again. New opportunities will present themselves. We are listening to you tonight, God. Speak to us through your word. And we are asking you, O oh God, to make us better. Let's listen to Make Me Better by Rhea Simone. Make me better.
Beloved love warriors, friends, family, listeners, we have come to the end of our time together. Remember to continue praying for this program and everyone who tunes in and myself that I will decrease and God will increase because it is all about him it's all about bringing glory to him and to follow his lead I don't want to go ahead of him I just want to make sure that whatever he wants me to do that I am doing whatever he wants me to say that I will say tonight I'm going to give some shout outs I'm starting off by thanking Hadia for tuning in. She has been tuning in almost every night since I started the program. Thank you so much, Hadia, for tuning in. I hope that you are truly blessed and I hope that you'll be ministered to and that you will truly be following after Jesus and all that He requires for you to do. Shakira, Sonia, Sharon, Mars, and Sean, all of you who have tuned in from Jamaica, Barbados. Leroy and St. Kitts and all of you love warriors. Good night. God bless you.